WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com. Dot com to start winning. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bring the Juice. Your guy, Cody, here. Joining me, my friend Alex from Hail Mary Sports. What's Alex, up? how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Love to be part of this community. So, hello, everybody. Yes. Yes. Uh, good, man. I'm, I'm glad to have you on here, man, because, you know, we haven't done a whole lot of draft content yet for the Indianapolis Colts this year. You know, the Colts obviously don't have a first round pick. So we've been focusing a lot more on the channel on free agency and been more in that department. So we've been talking, though, a little bit about, OK, let's actually look at this draft and some legitimate options for the Indianapolis Colts. And so what I thought we could do is kind of do a draft simulator. You know, kind of talk about this. I know, obviously, Alex, you have a lot of insight. You study a lot of these prospects. You have a lot better, I'm going to be honest, you have a lot better um, opinion, and your opinion holds a lot more weight about these prospects than I do because I have not really looked at them at all in any amount of depth. So I figure we can just jump right in to this and kind of uh, go from here. So I'll let you take this away, man. I'll let this kind of be your show. I'll obviously add any insight that you have, but yeah, without further ado, man, take it away. All right. Well guys, just so you guys know a little bit more about my channel, Hail Mary sports. It is basically based around the entire NFL draft and a little bit of USFL content. If you guys like that too. So that is why I want to partner here with my boy Cody, because you guys, especially Cody, know a lot about the Indianapolis Colts more than I do because you guys are the super fans. So I wanted to have that nice little mesh of knowledge of your team and knowledge of the draft. So without further ado, let's kick this off and let's have a good time. Unfortunately, we have to suffer through the first round because, of course, yeah. Carson. Oh, bro, don't remind me. Oh, no. it was a... I mean, honestly, like on paper, okay, the trade didn't look that bad, right? It doesn't It doesn't look, when you look at the stats, it's like, okay, it wasn't that bad. Like Carson Wentz wasn't that bad of a quarterback, but you know, there's rumors all around him potentially getting traded or getting cut. So mm-hmm. it, ugh. just, I want that first round pick back. I'll just say that. I will say this. One, that sound is God awful. But number two, we will, we will possibly have to deal with that sound. But number yeah. two... Um, the the whole trade in general, when you think about it, it's going to be what pick sixteen for a quarterback that was potentially going to be an MVP in one of his first years starting. So I think honestly that was perfectly fine. When you think about the future of the team, my lord, when you think about the future of the team, I honestly think that how much better are you going to get than Carson Wentz? Like how much mm-hmm. more production can you ask for? Granted, it would be nice to get in the playoffs. I think you'd agree, right, Cody? Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> nice not to lose to the Jaguars. Uh, but no. I will say this. But I think that adding a rookie quarterback or a veteran for a lot more money is I, – I don't correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't really think it's the Colts' way to pay a crap ton of money to a quarterback. It just doesn't seem like a Colts thing to do. 
but also you have to really swing for the fences to guarantee yourself that the quarterback that you're going to be paying is going to be a lot better. And there's no quarterback in this class, in my opinion, that could outclass Carson Wentz. So yeah, yeah, especially in round two. Like oh. you know, I don't think there's anybody you're going to be able to get. Yeah. And I've heard a lot. You know, this is a notoriously weak quarterback class. Mm-hmm. I heard like the top end talent. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But from what I've heard, the top end talent's not what it usually is in the not normal normal drafts every other year. So yeah. So like if under the condition Carson Wentz gets dealt for a first, like that is a dream mm-hmm. scenario. Maybe it's um, Carson Wentz packaged with a third for a first round pick. God only knows. Then you're probably going to be looking at your only chance of potentially getting above Carson Wentz is Malik Willis. And that guy is such a raw prospect that you're either going to get someone who's a complete bust, which is true of most prospects. I mean, every prospect's boom or bust, but he's somebody who you are going to need a lot of time to develop and he has an extremely high ceiling, but the chances of that are very low. So again, you're taking a risk on somebody where Carson just put up 27-7, right? Yeah. To go yeah. after somebody who he threw three interceptions versus Middle Tennessee State and Ole Miss. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like there's just, he almost threw more interceptions than Carson did in an entire 17-game stretch. Or how many games? I know that. Yeah. He, yep, he, 17. He's 17? Yep. He threw more interceptions than Carson did in 17 in essentially two games. It, yeah. It's just, you, you won't get much from that. And then guys like Carson Strong, I see people in the draft community, Broshmo, especially drafting Carson Strong to them. It's like, there's just not that level of talent. It's not a good talent jump. Versus, I know that you'll probably agree to this, wide receiver and corner, I think are two of the biggest issues for this team. Would you agree? Yeah, I would say wide receiver obviously yeah. is a lot more. Honestly, surprisingly, corner is not that big of a need as it was. Like last okay. offseason, 100%. Yeah. But the Colts have some nice young corners. They have Rocky Sin, who actually yep. took a huge leap this year. Mm. Same with Isaiah Rogers, who the sixth-round pick in oh, 2020. Wow. Yeah, Both these guys, I think, actually solidified themselves um, as the guys that could potentially be you know, the number one, number two corners moving forward, which mm-hmm. – was shocking. Like I yeah. did not think that last year that that would happen. Mm. I thought maybe one of these guys would make a leap, not both of them. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think right now what what I was thinking for corner is probably either you sign a, a veteran or two, mm-hmm. or you draft a guy like middle rounds. I don't. Yeah. I, I would say I would honestly say for the Colts wide receiver certainly mm-hmm. you could throw in tight end as well. Yeah. And maybe even you know left tackle is one you know because the Colts are uncertain there, but they could resign Eric Fisher. Yeah. Um. And then edge rush as well would be the other one. Mm. Well, after going edge rush in both the first and second round last year, I promise I will not do the same this year. (laughs) I will say that. Even though I love my boy, Cody Pay. He was my edge one last year. I was very excited for him to go to the the Colts. And honestly, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he didn't do too shabby this year. He wasn't a boss by a stretch. No, not at all. I mean, I think he's a really good run defender. But I think where he kind of, you know, we want to see improvement is just the sack total. He only had four last year. Yeah. So you want to see that go up, but like, yeah, I thought he had a solid rookie season, nothing spectacular, but like, you know, that's kind of what you get when you get a guy in the twenties, like sometimes, especially at edge rush. Yeah. Uh, So I I think the future is bright for Quiddy. I'll just say that. I think that he's going to be a solid edge rusher and um, feel free to fill me in on Dale Odeinbo because I wasn't very high on that pick when he came in and I know that edge is still potentially neat. So. Yeah, I mean, he was hurt. That, that's the reason yeah. he fell to the second round, from what yeah. I heard. You know, Chris Ballard, the GM, he said that he would have, you know, they were debating, 
you know, whether to go Quiddy or him because they feel like he's that talented, but he was just hurt. That's why he fell that far and he missed half the season. So it was hard to get a good gauge on him his rookie year because physically Hmm. he's he's the longest, I think, prospect in like the last number of years. So like Hmm. he's got all the physical tools and everything and he was pretty dominant at Vanderbilt from what I heard. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the issue was just he was injured. So um, I, I don't know quite how I feel on Dio right now. Okay. Being honest. Gotcha. Well, aside, I think wide receiver is probably the position I'm going to target here. And with T.Y. Hilton, I hope to God y'all don't bring him back. No disrespect to T.Y., but for the amount of money that a lot of wide receivers go for, I'd rather reinvest it elsewhere. You correct me if you if you disagree. But uh, I think that a guy like Sky Moore is an, is an absolute baller, for one. But two... I mean, the guy can play inside or out. So regardless of where you want to put Michael Pittman, which, by the way, I didn't tell you this, but I went to school with Michael Pittman. He would be like, really, yeah, Oaks Christian. So, like, wow. definitely got to see him firsthand. That guy's a beast. I remember yeah, yeah. him running back a hundred yard touchdowns on returns. So, like, that's just like a core memory of mine. Regardless, I think Sky Moore is a perfect guy to compliment someone like that. He's also extremely young, if I'm not mistaken. He is a true junior. Just want to check that. Uh, versus mm-hmm. the guy who came out last year from Western Michigan, which was Dwayne Eskridge, who I was a big fan of. Sky Moore mm-hmm. is getting comps of Deontay Johnson. That's a pretty good get in the second round, especially if you get to have him not be a primary number one receiver. So for me, I'm going to be going Sky Moore here. Feel free to put your thoughts in on somebody getting Deontay Johnson. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I think the best wide receiver on the board, which seems to be Sky Moore, is the option there. So yeah. I'm good with that. Wide receiver fills a need. You got your number one, number two moving forward, and I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I have a, like, do you have a, an idea of like, I feel like I would personally like eliminate the sound on like this portion of the draft. I feel so bad. It like, gets so yeah. annoying. Yeah. There, I, I think I muted it now. I think we're good. Oh, so you can mute the. No. Nope. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I thought I could. <laughs> like, we were like, we got it. It's like, nope. <laughs> well, I said, I said I muted the screen audio, so I don't know. That's so oh, weird. You gotta love it, don't you? Let me, yeah. Let me. <laughs> I mean, I would honestly. I'm gonna see if I can mute the screen audio as well okay. on my side. You never know. Yeah. Like audio. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Got I don't st- know why they do that. <laughs> yeah. I, it just. I have no idea. Like I'm just checking it out right now and. Um, it says muted screen audio, man. Yeah. So we'll see what happens again. It, it gets a little bit annoying, but the, the trades disappear after the third round usually. So oh, that's good. So we're, we're, we're just get getting all now. We'll get through it. We'll get through <laughs> it. And hopefully it doesn't go into an auto trade. Cause that'd be so annoying. God bless. Okay. Yeah. yeah sometimes 82. Cool. So with this pick after all of that, um, mm-hmm. There's still some studs on the board. So personally, okay. I have Majai Sanders as a first-round graded player. I don't know if I would probably take him here, but he'd be a very good compliment to Quiddy Pay. He's a lot more of like a hyper-light speed rusher than anything. He came in at 242 at the Senior Bowl, somebody who has okay. lightning-fast hands. He just He's a bit more lanky. He tested. Uh, he's going to be testing extremely well, so he's not going to be here. I'll just say that, but if you can get him, I think that'd be a good spot. But yeah. Other positions that you would say to target, because for um, me, I do like yeah. the idea of Mario Goodrich here. Okay. Corner. I could see that. Um, I could go for a tight end. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. In the third round. Like for me, I saw the cap structure, and I think that 
wait, who's a, a Jack Doyle? He's going to be up for a contract in what two years? In a year? Yeah, time? he might. He taught. There was talks of him retiring this year oh, after wow. this year. So him and Ty were going to potentially retire together. Oh wow! Um, okay, but shoot, yeah, we'll see. We haven't heard anything. That's just the weird thing yeah. about it. Like. You know, Chris Ballard at his end of the year pressure said, "Well, no, in the next couple of weeks, we literally have heard nothing." So, isn't that? I'm not good? sure what that means exactly, but yeah. I still think, regardless, you need to, you need to get a guy. Mm. You know, receiving tight end, yeah, because you really don't have a guy. You you drafted Kylan Granson last year in yeah. round four. SMU, he's a, he's pretty raw still. You know, yeah. he's still developing. He didn't get a whole lot of looks last year. I'll mm. just say that. So, I would like a guy that's a true number one tight end. Um, Personally, I like guys like Mike Gesicki mm-hmm. in free agency. Yeah, there's a couple other tight ends. David Njoku is one that's really interesting to me. I like. That. Um, so I honestly think they might go tight end free agency, but okay. you know, in the event that they don't, for some weird reason, yeah. um, I would say tight ends definitely an option there as well. No. Um, I could see them potentially drafting another edge guy just because you know they have Quiddy, they have Dio, mm-hmm. but it all it really will depend how they attack free agency. I yeah. think. Um, you know, if they go sign a guy like Chandler Jones, for example, then mm. boom, you don't really have an issue there and you maybe won't address it. Um, yeah. but if I know anything about Chris Ballard based off of his history is like, he loves his D lineman. That's for sure. That is um, true. But I could go for a corner here. Honestly, the best out of a corner, I, I could go for a corner here. I would okay. be fine with that. Yeah. And for me, it's between Mario Goodridge and Martin Emerson. I know Martin Emerson's going to be much better as more of a press man corner than anything. I know Goodrich okay. is going to be better all around, and I know obviously this scheme, if I'm not mistaken, feel free to correct me, is going to be heavy zone-based. Are you finally ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. The excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. Get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on the action with your favorite teams and players from the NFL, MLB, NHL, Gold, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Right now at WinBet, you can find great promos, odds, and payouts. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now. Or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah, so the new they got a new DC this offseason, Gus Bradley. Right, right. He plays more of that cover three mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. But yeah, they've been a zone team ever since you know Frank Wright came to town and stuff. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, and hopefully they play a little bit, maybe a little bit more man coverage, you know, because when they did mm. down the stretch this last year, yeah. they actually were really good. Like they actually their defense really improved. So okay. I'm hoping that, like with the, you know, Gus Bradley's with his system. Yeah, I heard it's, the pass rush seems to get better everywhere he goes, mm-hmm. and so that's been kind of the Achilles heel for this team. And they have a lot of young defensive linemen. Yeah. Um, but I think they might let Xavier Rhodes walk. So I do think they yeah, need to go get so a corner. Yeah. Even though they do have three guys that I really like. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't hurt to add some more talent and some more competition there yeah. in that corner. So yeah. yeah. I'm good with either of those guys, whoever think, you think would be. Yeah, better. you brought up a good point with um Gus Bradley in here. And honestly, when I think back to it, Gus Bradley was with the Raiders, right? Yeah, last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I always thought about drafting Martin Emerson to the Raiders when Gus Bradley was there. 
and I think he'd be okay. a good fit for Gus Bradley's defense. So thank you for correcting me on that. Because I know yeah, Eber no, Flutes yeah. is up in Chicago. So yes, getting Mark yeah. Emerson is a steal. I would do it in the second round, personally. Yeah, get give Milas, uh, the new DC coach or new DB coach, give him uh, another guy to work with. So oh yeah. I love it. Now, now was he a little bit of a bigger corner? Yeah, he's gonna be a little bit heavier. Go. He's gonna be a little yeah, that, that's bigger. kind of the the guys they like to bring in, from what I understand. Um, because they brought back a guy that they drafted a couple years ago, Marvell Tell, who's mm-hmm. just physically just a freak oh, yeah. out there. He's out of um, USC, They brought right? him back because like it was so weird. Like he got cut and nobody heard anything from him, and they mm-hmm. just brought him back. Hmm. Um, and that kind of seems to be the mold. He's one of those bigger, physically gifted guys. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I just want to make sure I did not do another ring a ling while you're talking. But <laughs> it seemed to turn off. So uh, it did? I didn't hear it that time. I don't know. Do you hear it then? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Oh, I, heard it I was like, I was like, oh man, let's go. I was so happy for us. But um, yeah, usually these disappear. I'm just knocking, knocking on wood that disappears in a hot second. But regardless, yeah. um, somebody who I'm actually targeting for you guys is Jelani Woods out of Virginia. Like, okay, the guy, he's he's a very very talented tight end. I love him quite a bit. At this pick, I might take him. It's a little bit rich. But Jake Ferguson yeah. actually is someone who I have higher. I did not expect him to be here. He absolutely balled out at the Senior Bowl. He's ready day one as a contributor, and I think he's better than Kylan Granson. I go to SMU, by the way, so I got to watch oh, okay. Kylan in person a lot, and I thought that he would be a really good complementary tight end rather than a tight yeah. end one. So I think you think yeah. the same thing. But yeah, this is a guy who I think could be an absolute baller. His name's Alex Wright. He's out of UAB. The guy is an extremely powerful speed rusher. He's 270 pounds, and he just does such a good job converting speed to power at this point mm-hmm. in the draft. So I just dropped my seven-round mock draft. I took him to the Steelers in the third as someone who could be an inside-outside uh, flexible uh, interior defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. The guy, I think, would be phenomenal working next to DeForest Buckner as well as behind Quiddy Pay and kind of being that relief, especially if you say Dio always gets hurt. That would be somebody who would be a very good rotational piece. But I will say that we can wait for Michael Clemens, who is an absolute beast as well out of Texas A&M. Okay, so. uh, let's go tight end. Yeah, I, I think I like that better. Yeah, I think one thing I noticed about Ballard is he'll take the BPA best player available. Yeah, like it's typically his style. Yeah, so and yeah, especially with the drop off after Jake Ferguson, I heavily recommend going that route. So okay, especially when knowing my boy Michael Clemens is going to be there later on, I think that's easily the best thing to do. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's just going to be our best-case scenario at that point. But yeah, I think that so far the draft has fallen as well as we could probably want, besides the way that I did it last time, where like you probably saw it on uh, Twitter. I put mm-hmm. up there, and we got Jahan Dotson in the in the second round. I was like, hello. <laughs> I, have like a, <laughs> I have like a top 20 grade on Jahan Dotson. Like the guy's oh, wow. fantastic. Fantastic wow. player. So he could fall due to size, and as well as I think he's a redshirt senior. So mm-hmm. I think that it's not impossible to say that he could be a really good steal at that point. Yeah. But Ballard's a guy that he loves the senior bowl guys. He oh, loves yeah. them. Oh yeah. He's got a lot of the, he's got a lot of draft picks from the senior bowl. I'll just say that. <laughs> so <laughs> at this point, do you think that what is it? Mark Lewinsky is up for a contract. Uh, yeah. Him and Chris Reed yeah. They're They both, you know, they signed Chris Reed the last off season to a one year deal. Yeah. I personally bring them both back, but yeah. I don't know if they actually will. Um, but yeah, I, th- I certainly think um, they do continue mm-hmm. want to add depth on okay. their offensive line. Yeah. Um, 
you know, Chris Ballard has said like he wants, you know, six, seven, eight guys that can actually play, you know, yeah. and be legit starters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if they bring one of those guys back, they're still going to probably be a need there at interior offensive line. Yeah. Um, even though they have a lot of good depth there, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's a guy that will always I feel like every year he's going to draft an offensive lineman. He's just that kind of GM. I love it too because i mean i would totally do the same thing and thayer mumford thayer mumford however you pronounce it uh he's a guy who played left tackle at a very high level at ohio state and then kicked in Mm -hmm. this year for nicholas petit ferrer and he had some struggles for sure against guys like aiden hutchinson there's a video of him or it's like a gif of him getting put on his on his rear and it's Mm -hmm. quite funny i must admit it is very (laughs) entertaining to see a guy of his size just get totally planted but yeah I'm, but that would be interesting because, you know, left tackle, he's had experience at left tackle. Oh, yeah. Would you potentially consider him? Even if you yeah. brought back Eric Fisher, you re-signed Matt Pryor, who actually played really well for you yeah. um, when he had to fill in more on the right side. But mm-hmm. if you bring them all back, you just have an open competition at left tackle. Oh, I could see fine. that being a legit option for him. That, so. I think that adds value to him because, one, if he were going to be saying, I'm only going to play tackle in the NFL, I think mm-hmm. arguably he's the best left tackle on the board. Still. Wow. And really? yeah, I think honestly, TDN underrates him, but I do think he does fall this far. We saw Trey Smith fall mm-hmm. to the seventh round last year for heart concerns. But I mean, there are guys who fall in the draft, very good players. Thayer Mumford is one of them. I mean, I thought that he was, he's a perfect guy to plug and play. And if you have an injury, he's going to be able to keep you up above uh, the bar. So I think that he's definitely somebody for this team. I absolutely love at this spot. But also, it's somebody where in the long run or in case of injury, he can fill in at many other positions. And I think that's very valuable for a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, absolutely. that's where I'm going. And of course, people are calling because they just got pissed off. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's probably the best route at that spot. And okay. even guys like Cade Mays could be someone you could target. He's a right tackle who should be probably profiled as a guard. I don't mm-hmm. another guy actually if you don't want to bring a guard back Jatire Carter this guy I saw him at okay. the senior bowl he didn't win that as many reps as I'd want to to be confident that he'd start in the NFL but mm-hmm. when he lost reps he just looked infuriated with himself and I could tell he actually has a really good motor and he actually wants to learn and compete and be the best so mm. for me if I want somebody who can work their tail off that's worth it for a, like a fifth round pick. So another okay. guy, if we did not have Thayer there or Thayer Mumford, that is exactly who I'd go after. But this okay. spot, this spot, there's a plethora of routes that I would can potentially target. I mean, Justin Ross is a fun guy that you can get as a late round flyer. I mean, I'm most people have heard of him at this point. He's only here because he had a spinal injury. And mm. well, he actually came back and played an entire year. So good for him. But I mean, he was supposed to be a top 15 pick. That could wow. be worth it. That could be. Yeah. And that's what, you know, yeah. that, that honestly, this reminds me, I know it didn't pan out for the Colts, but like yeah. Dion Kane oh, a couple wow. years ago. I love Dion Kane too, dude. Like, yeah, I'm a Steelers fan. So sorry, Colts fans. But <laughs> I remember when he came to the Steelers, I just thought he was so badass. Like, yeah, I don't, I just love him to death. But yeah, another guy who I'd potentially target is maybe in the next round, Eric Ezukanma. He's a six foot okay. three guy who can play reps at uh, running back. Like at that mm. size, it's ridiculous. So they're two different styles of wide receiver for sure. But I feel yeah. like Eric is just a much bigger version of what you'd want from um, from Pittman. So, okay, yeah. I mean, at this point, what other positions do you think we should target? Um, I would say potentially. 
safety okay. could be one. Yeah. I see, um, I see like Wanya Thomas here is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I could see them potentially wanting to go. Um, hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Maybe, you know, we already added a corner, so yeah. I don't think we need to do that. Um, I would say either another wide receiver mm-hmm. or I would say potentially, uh, yeah, potentially safety. Those would okay. be the two I would say. Yeah. So, uh, would we go after edge at this point? Cause I, I know that we haven't addressed that yet either. Uh, yeah, maybe that would be an option. Yeah. Cause I think that game. with the edges coming off the board at six, five, 270 pounds, this guy is, he's freaky athletic and they, Texas mm-hmm. A&M, they do that. They have guys who are just crazy athletes at like high weights. Um, DeMarvin Leal is another one this draft, 290 pounds. And when he's not trying to fatten up to be a D tackle, the guy is insane. Michael mm-hmm. Clemens pops off almost as much as he does. And I would put DeMarvin Leal in the top 10 if he wants to be a pure edge. Like the guy's okay. phenomenal. So to me, I think that's the best value. And I honestly think that that should be the pick. So okay. that's where I'm going to go with it. I like literally have my phone over my mouse and I'm like looking at it on my screen and <laughs> the mouse is like an inch off. So I was like yeah. clicking. I'm like, what the hell is happening, man? But <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to see if we can get Eric Ezukanma as well. Cause that'd be a very nasty pairing. You have Pittman, Ezukanma and more. I think all three mm-hmm. could start and be, I think Ezukanma is very underrated. I'll put it that yeah. way. So yeah. uh, usually with this series, cause I do it by division. I usually don't allow for players to get duplicated in drafts. So the Colts get the premier pick of the crop. So you guys get to have the fun and get the guys who I think are steals. Which is next pick. <laughs> we got the ring. Uh, is going to be Eric Ezukanma. That's, that's okay. going to be it. I mean, the guy, six foot three, 220 pounds, who can also play running back. I think you can sign me up for that one personally. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah, I know um, one of my my buddies, Ian Cummings, on Twitter, he absolutely loves him. has him as a top 10 wide receiver. Wow. I'm not there yet. I'll put it that way. I'm not there, but I could be. Hmm. I could be. If I continue watching it and see that he continues developing into like, this after-the-catch threat, I mean, af- at the end of the day, we are looking at um, we're at looking at Traylon Burks. If you haven't heard of him yet, he's 6'3", 235 pounds, and he can run a 4'3", So wow. the guy's insane. But yeah. he's kind of reminiscent of a like on-sale version of that. Like If you went to Walmart to get like a high-end Traylon Burks, you're going to get Eric Ezukanma. Like you're not going to wow. be going to the clearance section of Walmart to get that. Like he's very yeah. good. So <laughs> regardless, <laughs> so I know that we want to look at safety here. Unfortunately, Wanya Thomas, who's one of my favorite picks in the draft is uh, not going to be here, but you still okay. are. Are you going to be looking more for a free or strong safety? Cause if I'm not mistaken. I saw yeah. free is pretty thin on your roster. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, Julian Blackman got hurt last year, so they didn't really have an, uh, an answer for him the whole year. Yeah. Um, so that could be some some helpful. They have George Odom, okay. who is a good player, but he's, you know, you know, you could go, you could always go for another safety. Okay. I'll just say that. Yeah, because right now I'm split between Verone McKinley, who I think is absolutely great. He had a very tough senior bowl because they put him in one-on-one coverage. It's like you, you don't do that with a guy who's supposed to be more I mean, I think that he'd be very good as a single high safety in Gus Bradley's system. I think he'd be great doing that, but yeah. that's also just me. But I think that that would be a very good option. If you want to look more of a strong safety, Leon O'Neill is somebody who can absolutely lay the boom, and he's just, I'm a big fan of him, so that's just me. And I absolutely hate Texas A&M, so you know that I'm being unbiased here. <laughs> like, I go to a Texas school. It's just, yeah. it's not something that I like to do. But I think Verone McKinley is the best option here. I'm pretty sure he's a redshirt sophomore as well. So super young, um, modal, moldable, and you have time to develop him. It's a seventh-round pick too. So Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. This next pick, so you talked about getting another wide receiver. Again. Like We already did that, but would you consider mm-hmm. going after maybe like best player available with, um, let's see, he's not even on the board anymore. But, oh, yeah, Dontario Drummond. He's going to be somebody who's a very solid guy. Or what about okay. running back as getting a third back in the seventh? Yeah, I mean they have Deion Jackson, yeah. who um, undrafted guy last year. Mm-hmm. I think they like, yeah. But I could see them. I could see them honestly doing that. You know, yeah. just bringing in more competition. That I, mm-hmm. I would think they would go best player available. Honestly, okay. And I think point. I honestly think the best player available are these are these three top running backs: Ty Chandler, Abram Smith, and Deshaun Corbin. So, okay. do you think that they would be going after more of the guy who will lay the boom, somebody who's better as a one cut or somebody who's more of a receiving back. Cause I don't really see. Ty so Chandler. they, they have, they have their receiving back yeah. in Naheem Hines yeah. already. And they signed Jonathan him. Taylor's more of that all around guy. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack was more of that one cut guy. Yeah. I feel like, um, so I feel like that might be more their, okay. their preference. Yeah. It's just get a guy like that. Yeah. That's just Sean Corbin for you. That guy's, okay. he's very, very solid as a running back. Like, Florida okay. State knows how to train the running backs in the first place, and you already know he was probably a five-star in high school. So mm-hmm. getting somebody of his caliber in the seventh round, I think it's better than getting guys like J.J. Taylor like the Patriots did in the past. Like guys who we thought were really good, Deshaun Corbin could be going as high as the fourth round. Like he's okay. that good. So that's going to be the draft. We answered a lot of questions that this roster has, and of course, free agency is going to screw it all up. You already know it, Cody. Like mm-hmm. it's it's going to happen. But – you know, getting Sky Moore as well as Eric Ezukanma paired up with Michael Pittman, like sign me up for that. And then getting somebody yeah. to be a true corner one on this team, he could even he can legitimately be the best corner on the entire roster. And that's with really? the ascension of Rogers as well as Rocky Sin. And then I mean, wow. getting like every single pick, honestly, I'm actually a huge fan of. I think it might might have liked it better than the one that I posted on Twitter. So wow. you never know, man. <laughs> you never know. So, yeah, I'll let you finish awesome this out. Draft. Yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome draft, man. Um, I think that would definitely fill a lot of needs for this team. Um, they have a good amount of them. Obviously you can't 
completely fill all of them in one offseason, but I think this is a good step in the right direction. Now, like you said, obviously I think this team will probably do some things in free agency and maybe make some trades. Who knows? Um, that maybe will change this up. Maybe they won't have as many draft picks. Maybe yeah. they'll have more. Um, we don't know. But as it stands right now, I think this is a good draft for what the Colts want to do awesome. moving forward. Um, but yeah, man, um, before I guess I let you go here, yeah. uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Um, you know, obviously you have a YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. we'll link in the channel description as well, but where can they find you in your content? Yeah. So the majority of my content is on YouTube. So you see the name Hail Mary sports. It, if you ever look up Hail Mary podcast, it'll pop up as well. Cause for some reason I named it that for a long time. And I was like, I didn't even have, didn't even have a podcast. So I know, right? Like no smart points for me right there. But yeah, I mean, I have a website that I'm building right now. I'm going to be putting up scouting reports there as often as possible. So you guys get to see if you guys like Trent McDuffie, don't look at the site because I have a little <laughs> bit of hate sent his way. And then also I'm going to be doing a podcast and I already have Caleb Ellaby's scouting report up there. So people who are draft nerds, check that out. But mainly go to YouTube and then all the links are there to join my Discord community as well. Over 120 members and I have a fan mock coming up. So feel free to take part in that. Awesome. Yeah, guys, be sure to check out his content. I think you said you're nearing 4K on YouTube, so be sure to help him out, get him to that mark. Um, Obviously, your goal is to do that before draft time, but I think we can help you out to get that before then. Appreciate it. Um, So everybody, be sure to go check out his stuff. Alex, thank you so much, man, for coming on. So it was uh, nice to meet you, and it's nice to have you on the channel. We'll have to do it again soon, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.